Welcome to The Secret Life of Dietitians. I'm Laura Poland. And I'm Amy Keller. It's the holidays. Holidays. (laughs) (laughs) So Amy and I both enjoy all the don't do this, don't do that holiday articles that you see in your inbox all the time, don't you? It, it, It does seem like this time of year you get a lot of information about how you should and should not eat. during the holidays and it can make you feel really self-conscious yeah so we thought today we would talk about how maybe to be a little bit more mindful this Mm -hmm. holiday season uh and how it also not lose the merry yes in your you know in your holiday eating as well because holiday eating should be fun yes this is a good time of year to have some really delicious food so let's talk about maybe some ways to handle that in a little bit more mindful way So one rumor I hear a lot from my patients is that, oh, you gain all kinds of weight during the holidays. Right. Um, And that people are always looking to avoid that holiday weight Mm -hmm. gain. What's your experience with your patients? I've seen that too. I've actually given, sometimes as a dietitian, I was doing presentations that were coming down from like United Healthcare or something Mm -hmm. like that. You know what I mean? A canned presentation. And it talked about weight gain, you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't think that has to be the case. Right. I, I, I think that the studies, I don't know that there's anything out there other than maybe, I guess we're seeing maybe a pound right. that you might gain around the holidays, but not right. nothing significant. Like what I've seen articles in presentations say is five to seven pounds over the holidays. Right. I don't think I believe that. I don't I think, think I believe that either. Um, things that I have read say, you know, maybe a pound. Mm-hmm. And of course, that sometimes can be a little bit deceptive because that's sometimes the pound that you don't lose later Uh you know that's the pound that stays on those Uh kind of creeping calories over time creeping weight gain right um well and how do you measure a pound because i mean if you think about it too you can fluctuate up to three to four pounds in a day right on the scale if you're a scale watcher say that one more time for our (laughs) listeners i think that is so helpful for you if you're a real scale hawk yes like some patient my patients are yep Three to four pounds. Three to four. You your weight can fluctuate three to four pounds throughout the day if you get on the scale from the morning and you get on the scale after you've gotten up and you maybe you know no clothes you mm-hmm. know you haven't eaten anything or drank anything versus if you would weigh yourself at the end of the day. Right. You could be up four pounds. Right. So you're that's just natural. That's the way the body I think is. Right. It fluctuates a little bit. There's other things that can cause it to fluctuate. Right. Up, Closer to the four pounds instead of maybe just a pound or two. Right. Saltier foods. Saltier foods. Right. Which are very common around the holidays. Around the holidays. Absolutely. Or or the fact that you are eating out more. So when you eat out more, they don't care as much about how much salt you're adding to your food. And so when they're cooking, they're going to... And cooking for a bulk of people, you have to add more salt. Right. Uh, yeah, I find. <laughs> right. So you can end up with that weight gain mm-hmm. that can be really deceptive, but it can also kind of get in your head. Exactly. Um, and that's one of the things, you know, I'm hoping that um, maybe after today's podcast, you mm-hmm. can kind of take away some some lessons. But maybe the first one is that your weight will fluctuate during the holidays. So yes. maybe if you are a daily weigher, you know, maybe you want to back that off to doing it once a week or yeah. a couple of times a week rather than in you know, a daily On weight a daily. where you're really mm-hmm. getting yourself maybe worked up or upset about maybe yeah. weight gain that could be mm-hmm. seemingly occurring overnight. Right. I love that idea and I highly encourage it. No, Yeah, don't weigh yourself 
ideally more than once a week and try to measure, measure yourself at the same time. So I like to do the morning weight. Right. <laughs> Knowing what I know, I prefer to right. get on the scale in the morning. But I'm always weighing myself in the morning once a week. You know, yeah. pick a day and right. just do it. Right. Yep. Very good. Yeah. So let's talk about maybe some of those mindful eating tips that we can kind of help us get through those trigger things that happen to us during the holidays. Yes. So there's a lot of triggers that can happen to us. And there's ways to deal with these triggers. And so I just thought we could kind of go through some of these more popular triggers that happen. And, you know, one of the biggest trigger is maybe just the presence and abundance. Right. Just, there's so much food all the time. I really think, like, when I come to my office, there might be gremlins that come in <laughs> because I, there's always something there on the desk mm-hmm. or there's something in the break room. Right. We get emails in our office. Hey, there's something in the break room. So you can't even, like, just happen upon it. It they, Right. Our office staff tends to tell you. Right. I mean, I've noticed even on, like, our little bar at home, there's stuff sitting out that never is sitting out. Uh-huh. We have, like, candy pecans out right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's something that's not normally there. Right. So, the, like you said, the abundance of food, maybe the abundance of alcohol as well. Absolutely. Right. And, and I, I think that's a great thing to talk about, too, is alcohol calories. Mm-hmm can add up quickly and get away from us. So getting back to that, the recommendation, which is one alcohol drink for a woman a day Mm -hmm. and maybe two for a man would help keep you in, you know, enjoyment, but keeping the portion under control. Right. So that's one thing, one strategy you can use is, you know, just kind of reduce a little bit. So try to kind of, maybe cut back on the alcohol calories because you will be having maybe some of these other special treats like right. pecans or something like that. Right. That you want to have those extra calories for that. Right. I also think maybe, you know, one thing you can look at is how much do you enjoy some of these foods? Mm-hmm. You know, if it's not your favorite candy, if it's not your favorite <laughs> item, yeah. maybe it's not worth keeping. Right. You know, or if the Christmas cookies by day three or four have gotten a little bit on the stale side, yeah. maybe not worth eating. Right. I hate to be a... a person who pitches food because I'm a big believer in food waste (laughs) reduction but if the cookies are a little stale or if the you know fudge didn't get covered and it's dried out then maybe it's not worth keeping anymore or not certainly not worth the calories right Um, this time of season love what you eat right find those things that are just worth it yes you know um, one of my favorite things to make around the holidays is the holeless popcorn that you put the caramel sauce on and you bake it up and oh Mm -hmm. that's just my favorite Uh favorite holiday Yum. treat i will make one big batch of that uh-huh. and then that's the all i'll make for the year uh-huh. um, right but it is worth it to me uh-huh. it's the the taste is so spectacular that's worth it for mm-hmm. me the rest of the stuff i can kind of take or leave yeah we yeah. used to bake all kinds of different christmas cookies and we're just sort of like yeah, yeah let's find ones we love right and be done with the rest so i'm like you too and this has been really hard for me to learn but i have gotten to the point where i have learned have you ever gone to like a buffet or a holiday party and they're mm-hmm. serving a variety of foods and you fill up your plate if you take a bite of something that you've put on your plate, don't feel like you have to finish it. Right. If you take a bite and it's not, wow, this is great, 
it's okay right. to not eat it. I think and sometimes people feel they're good, like they're insulting the person who brought it yeah. or the person who's cooking. We'll talk more about dealing with pushers here in uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah. But you're not. You're not. You you're can not. always say, listen, I took too much on my plate and right. my, I just got too full. And Right. Yeah. I also think it's interesting, you know, if you have been working on your relationship with food, the goal eventually is to be able to be around large amounts of food and not mm-hmm. feel it call to you. Right. But that's a work in progress for a lot of people. It is. I, and I think that comes down to this all or nothing. Right. We have this all or nothing mentality ingrained into us. And so I love that stopping and realizing I'm thinking about this in terms of all or nothing. Right. right? That it's a scarcity thing that, oh, it's not going to be around. And you mentioned making your popcorn. But the reality is, if you know, making it once a year. Mm-hmm. And that's great if you're like, okay, this is the only time of year I want to have it. Mm-hmm. And you're good with that. Right. But the reality is you could make that popcorn that's anytime absolutely. during the year if you get a hankering for it. Right. And so you also need to have, I think, in the back of our minds, we need to have a, something that says, okay, I can have this anytime I right. want. Right. So it comes down to me too. Like uh, if you think about special meals too, like Thanksgiving dinner. Right. I love Thanksgiving dinner and I will occasionally have Thanksgiving dinner throughout the year. Right. In the spring right. or other times of the year. Right. it's just so good. I think another thing that I, I will suggest to sometimes to patients and even for myself you know, put things where they're not necessarily the most tempting to you. Mm-hmm. Again, if they're out, we're more likely to eat it. Science shows that. Whatever yeah. is available, whatever we see is what we're going to probably eat. Mm-hmm. So if you do have something that you really love, yeah. put it away. Mm-hmm. Remember that you have to get it out. You know, right. to put that in a container or put the bag just right. even in the cabinet. Yeah. Um, or if it's in a break room at work, if you can put it where maybe you don't have to walk by it. Um, or right. if somebody drops off cookies to your desk, move them to, you know, away or out of your sight line. Yeah. Um, so you're not yeah. feeling like they're staring you in the face. I mm-hmm. think sometimes we're very food suggestible. If we see right. it, we got to sure. have it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And so putting those things just a little bit further away, make them a little less convenient mm-hmm. for yourself. There's, you know, all kinds of research behind that. Yeah. Um, Sometimes that, I've forgotten about things then and I'm like, right. oops. Oops. Yep. Yep. You go back in February and right. those Christmas cookies are really stale by right. then. But that's okay. You right. know, at that point, maybe you didn't really want them that much. Exactly. You know, yeah. if you forgot that they were there. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of like that... You know, it's a special food compounded by scarcity. And and this is, if you think about it, what advertisers do to us, too, with that. Right. You know, it's only here during the holidays. You know, right. take it take it now. Buy now. Right. And just, again, like if you have that permission to only use, you know, only have it when it's a special occasion, it causes you to think that, okay, you're only going to have the food now, so you have to eat it all. Right. And that's what right. you want to try to avoid. And for some patients, you know, it really is, you got to get it out. You got to, you know, yeah. take it out of your house and yeah. put it or put it in the freezer so it's ready to go, you know, when you need it. Right. So it's not it's that out of sight, out of mind yeah. situation. But ideally, you know, we want to get to the point where you could say, you know, I can have these cookies any time of year. Right. And, you know, they're, they're not, there's nothing special about having them in December. Right. Um, so I put mine in the freezer last year. Right. I only just got them out this fall, and I, I just totally forgot about them. You right. know what I mean? And I got them out, and it's like, no, they were okay. And right. I pretty much threw the rest of them away. Right. So. so the goal, again, is to get to the point where you feel like you can eat what you want 
all the time. But again, mm-hmm. I know how hard that process is yeah. for a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. myself included. Right. You know, to know that if I really want something, I can go and have it. Yeah. And then be done with it. Mm-hmm. So we had um, our hospital every year has a craft sale. And this year there was a woman there doing donuts and they were just... <gasps> Fabulous! They were mm, so good. I so good. bought one. Uh-huh. I ate it, and yeah. I if I had not bought it, I had contemplated not buying it because right. I'd already had breakfast, uh-huh. and I thought I don't really need that. Right. Yeah. And I thought if I go back to my office, I'm going to sit and think about how I really wanted that and right. how deprived I feel. Right. Right. And so I bought one. I uh-huh. ate it. I enjoyed it. I had it with a nice cup of coffee, right. and then I was able to move on. Right. And that's my Christmas wish for everyone is right. that you and like if you get that food that you just feel like I really want to try that. I right. really want to have that, and you taste it and it's delicious. Right. Then just savor and enjoy every bite of it. Right. Yeah. And that leads well into our next point. You know, food <laughs> is comfort. Food is memories. Yeah. Do you memories. have a favorite thing that you're maybe a, had a grandparent make or a, a parent oh. make? So maybe not necessarily associated with Christmas, but mm-hmm. my grandmother used to make beef and noodles. Oh, that sounds comfort, oh, ultimate comfort food. Ultimate comfort food. Yeah. And even now I can still think about it and um, we haven't had grandma around for a long time. My mm-hmm. mom will make it occasionally, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just one of those foods that gives me that memory. And right, mm-hmm. sounds for, so good for me. It was my grandmother's rolls. Um, oh. She did from scratch, like clover leaf rolls, oh. which I still haven't fully per- perfected. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I have the recipe, but I think there was something special about what she did with right. them. But again, it's a way to reminisce. It's a yeah. way to nurture ourselves about yeah. food. Food mm-hmm. is nurturing. I think, you know, we want people, I want people to think about food as fuel, mm-hmm. sure. But I also know that food is comfort. Right. And food is celebration. And I think, you know, so many articles you read is mm-hmm. you should only eat for fuel. Mm-hmm. I just think that's a kind of a square, narrow way to think about food because food yeah. is about memories and right. comfort. Food yeah. should be enjoyed. Yeah. It makes me sad when people aren't enjoying their food. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, you know, maybe talking about how to pass those traditions down to kids or grandkids. Mm-hmm. You know, I made rolls with my grandmother when I was a kid, but mm-hmm. I didn't really pay attention as much as I wish I now had yeah. on yeah. how to make those. So yeah. maybe look at those traditions and right. think about, okay, you know, beef and noodles, passing that on to your boys right. and how to make those so that yeah. that can be passed on to future exactly. generations. Yeah. To get my boys with my mom when she makes them. So. Yeah, absolutely, so. absolutely. <laughs> that's and that's a great thing to do is cooking over the holidays and enjoy the cooking process and and the time and the family time that you're spending together. Right. It can be a, an over like kind of an unconscious maybe feeling like you have to eat a lot of them. Mm-hmm. because it's that time of year and I'm only going to make beef and noodles maybe right. once a year yeah, around yeah. this time of year. Again, maybe kind of previously were those other tips that we just talked about. Right. You can have beef and noodles yep. in February. It's not off the You table. can have beef and noodles in yep. July if you want to. Exactly. Right. There's yeah. no reason that you have to only have them at this time of year. Right. Now, we talk about family, but family dynamics can also be very stressful over the holidays. Absolutely. All that togetherness. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, just having people, I know some people get very stressed out about having people in the house. How do you feel about that? I I will say the day of, it can be stressful. Sure. Just making sure that I'm also kind of a 
somebody who likes to keep things cleaned up. Mm-hmm. And so I always feel like I'm sort of clearing tables and mm-hmm. loading the dishwasher and, yeah. and those types of things. But yeah, when you have, you know, the anxiety of maybe having family members around that you don't see often, or maybe as much as we all love to say that we love everyone in our family, Mm -hmm. maybe there are people that you're kind of glad you don't see more than once (laughs) a year. Um, And that's okay. And that's okay. So figuring out ways to carve out a little you time or me time is really important. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of self-care as stress at this time of year, Uh because one of the things that some people do in response to stress, many people do, is eat. Yeah. Yep. Very sure. Very true. So if you have a way to take care of yourself that doesn't involve food, Uh I think it can be really helpful, whether it's, you know, just walking away and having a cup of coffee or tea by yourself or Mm -hmm. going out and taking a walk. Getting away sometimes from that busyness can help reduce your stress. You've seen that commercial. There's a commercial out right now. Right, right. (laughs) Where you just walk in and the whole family and it's chaos and you just walk right back out the door and take a couple deep breaths. Right. And just get some air. If if it ends (laughs) up really stressing you out, and you know, again, maybe this is something that it's worth pursuing some mental health help Mm -hmm. over as well. Yeah. Because the holidays shouldn't be horrible. Right. They should hopefully be joyful. Have somebody help you get it into perspective and make you understand how you're feeling. Right. Speaking of that, you know, again... You know, stress, loneliness, exhaustion, Mm -hmm. feeling overwhelmed, all of those things can trigger overeating. Yes. Um, Yes. So figure out, again, ways to help reduce that. Mm -hmm. I had uh, a conversation with another dietitian, and she said, if you think about all the things that we do during the holiday season that we don't really need to do, whether it's that sort of fifth hour on Facebook that we're right. scrolling through everybody's <laughs> holiday pictures and how that makes people mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe reducing the number of commitments that you have yeah. during the holidays. If it's a feel like, if you feel like you're going out of obligation to things, maybe right. it's time to rethink. I kind of felt like that, that with a holiday tradition that I used to have, which was writing those holiday cards. And yeah. I finally let that go. And with social media, who needs a card anymore? Everybody well, that's knows what's kind going of on. the way I feel. Although right. now I'm feeling really kind of a little more guilty because I have been cutting back my social media time personally. Right. Right. And it's hard because I'm not on it that often anymore, too. So, but at the same time, I just feel like that it's nice to feel connected. And yes, to your point, though, I can get on and connect over the holidays maybe and just send something out via Mm -hmm. social media. Right. And then, yeah, just kind of update everybody without necessarily having to take a lot of time to do cards or wrap gifts. Exactly. One nice thing. thing. Yeah. So again, finding times to make sure you're getting enough sleep. Yes. Sleep is important. important. And that just even leads back to, you know, too much alcohol interrupts your sleep. Right. So So if there's a reason maybe to cut back on alcohol at this time of year, Thinking about what it does to your rest, Mm -hmm. that might be helpful. And then again, physical activity uh, is just critical, in my opinion, at this time of year. And I know it's cold and it's nasty sometimes outside and we're going to get some snow here tonight. And I know, you know, everybody's going to want to stay inside. But just even if it's going to a yoga class or just doing some stretches, doing something physical and moving your body is super helpful. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not a, I've never been kind of like that gym got to get to the gym type person. I would rather, 
especially these time, the holiday time, having more time for myself means to me staying inside and doing workouts from home. Right. And so, uh, like, I like recording my favorite show. Right. And I've got some shows on I'm a little backed up on right now. Right. And I'll put one of those on, and I will just you know, do, do a little jogging inside my house or right. you don't need even special equipment. Right. So you can do squats and push-ups and right. things like that on, like you said, commercial breaks or even just right. the whole show. Right. And then I think the pressure of making everything perfect. Yes. We want to purchase the perfect gift. We want mm-hmm. to have made sure the tree looks amazing and we want to make sure the perfect meal is being served. Mm-hmm. And all of that can create expectations that are hard for anyone. Yeah. To live up to. Yeah. And then can again be a trigger for overeating if you're stressed out. Right. And I think a lot of us dietitians tend to be on that perfectionist side. I'm not. <laughs> Me neither. I'm the I'm the archetype. I really okay. do think so that I'm not the. I am not. That, I yeah. am not a perfectionist. So it's hard for me to relate to that, but I do try. I try to understand that. I do find, to me, it's like that all or nothing mentality, and I right. know how toxic that can be in everything we think about and everything we do, and right. it's kind of with that perfectionism, you right. know, and just letting go and and getting away from that is so important. Right. Right. Um, and everything tends to work out in the end. Right. <laughs> Somehow, some way. <laughs> so let's talk about food pushers. Yes. Because we all have them in our lives, those folks that make sure that we... Right. Did you take some of my did casserole? You, right. How much did you eat? Did you like it? Right. You know, yeah. how do you suggest to patients that they deal with those food pushers? I personally, like I said, I kind of struggle with this myself sometimes because I do find myself doing that sometimes, especially to the kids. <laughs> Did you get enough to eat? Right. <laughs> that type of thing. When somebody's doing it to me, I feel like, like I said before, when I'm at a buffet, I might say, oh, I'm just this is all delicious. I'm just so full, you know? Right. I tend to be more of, you know, the honest type person, like politely saying no. Right. And... Although sometimes I do kind of use it as a teaching moment and right. just kind of like, well, you know, I just ate lunch. So I'm really not hungry right now, but can I take one for later, you right. know? And that's a really good way when you're faced with that stuff in the kitchen that you didn't expect to I be there. That. And, you you know, you just kind of walk in and it's there and you know you just ate. So is there any reason why you couldn't take it for later? Right. Absolutely. I also think, you know, using the... Oh, it was so such a good piece of pie. You know, maybe I can get the recipe and make it later. Yes, I love um, that one. Kind of that sort mm-hmm. of divert their attention right. from the fact that you didn't eat a lot of it. Exactly. It um, makes them feel good, too, that you want the recipe. Right. Yeah. I think a simple no, though, goes a long way. Most people yeah. are, mm-hmm. we're, we're all a little bit too people-pleasy, I, I think. We don't want to say no. pleaser. Yeah. Right. We don't, you know, um, just say most people will kind of push past sort of a, eh, oh, maybe later, yeah. you know, just say no. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm full. Thank I'm you. Full. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think I, that's a good way to handle it. I think we have a resource for our listeners. And one of the ones that was here is that I kind of liked was kind of be more of a comedian and take it lighthearted mm-hmm. and just say, you know what I mean? I'm stuffed. I, I feel like the turkey. I'm just 
too full to eat another bite. Right. You know, something like that. Right. And you might, initially, they might be a little taken aback, Mm -hmm. but also they'll get over it because everybody else has got other things to think about, too. They're thinking about their own stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, the fact that you're turning down their piece of pie or the, you know, extra helping of stuffing. Again, you might have that minute of awkwardness. Right. Yeah. But it goes away. It goes away. It goes away. In my mind, and I I know this is probably the dietitian in me, but to me, I'm not offended at all. Right. I'm not offended when somebody tells me they're full. Right. And they they couldn't eat another bite. Right. It's fine. Right. Think about that on any other day of the year. Yeah. You know, so if you had somebody who said at the end, you know, on January 3rd, I'm full, you wouldn't say no, but you need to eat more. Right. Yeah. Why do we act differently on Christmas? Right. Yeah. Why do we make... Right. Why do we make it that special, like that day? Why do we make a big deal of right. it on that day? If yeah. it was any other day of the year, we'd probably just go, oh, okay. Right. You know? We had, uh, for Thanksgiving, we had birthday Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That, that happens with my son. And so I had chocolate cake, and then we also had pumpkin pie. Sure. And so, you know, both are offered. Take it or leave it. I'm not going to be offended if you right. don't have chocolate cake. And he's not going to be offended. The birthday boy's not going to be offended if you don't have chocolate cake. So, right. And that eventually trickles down and people get used to that. That's the way she is. And that's right. the way she, you know, so. Right. It's available. It'll happen. Right. It'll you don't, right. You don't have to eat it at right. this point. Yeah. Again, you can take it with you. Yeah. Um, or if, you know, again, you have something where you're like, I'm not sure that this is what I want to eat. Again, mm-hmm. taking a piece with you doesn't commit you to eating it either. Right. It right. can go and go home with you and not be eaten. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've done that. I, I, I ended up sending pumpkin pie home with some people because they really wanted the birthday cake. You know, right. But they couldn't do both. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought we'd also talk about, we talked about initially, you know, loving what you're eating and enjoying and, and every bite. Right. And so I thought it'd be good to talk about some mindful eating tips. Right. I think the first one is sitting down. Yes. How much do we eat while standing? Right. How much do we eat in the car? Uh-huh. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. I guess technically you're sitting down when you're driving. Right. But when Distracted you're Distraction. Eating. Distracted eating. Distraction. Yes. So I'm, I, I am a... I'm guilty of this. My husband and I do a lot of when, you know, it's just the two of us. We will sit down to eat a dinner and catch up on TV at the same time. Right. I still try to be mindful while I'm doing that. Right. It's I hard. Know, it's hard. Yeah. So I did, you know, we're doing a challenge at work and one of our, we're trying to at least once a week have a meal where you're not, no electronics right. whatsoever. Have right. Have you done that? I, that, yes, that would be tough. I mean, if you think about when you go into restaurants, what's everyone doing while they're waiting on their food? They're on their phones. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. um, That's, yeah. So I would challenge everybody. Okay. Like one meal, once a week through the holidays, no electronics whatsoever. Right. And just enjoy the meal. And even just the physical act of sitting down to eat. Yeah. You know, we get that plate of food from the buffet at the mm-hmm. office holiday party. We balance it in our hands as we're walking around yeah. and trying to kind of socialize with people. Mm-hmm. And we don't necessarily, sometimes we eat more even than we intended or we eat quicker than mm-hmm. we intend because we're standing and we feel like we got to eat fast because we're standing. Yeah. So slowing down, sitting down, yeah. slowing down is mm-hmm. really, really that important. That way you can savor each bite. Right. And I find it hard to juggle a plate and my, and you, yeah. Right. It gets out of control. 
Finding ways to distract yourself, you know, after you're done eating is a way to maybe catch up with people before you Mm -hmm. go back for a second plate. Catch up with people, pull out some photos. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's time probably getting out. Everybody's getting out their phones (laughs) um, to go over, you know, kind of how the year's been. Yeah. um, Bring games along. Games are great. Right. Sometimes just putting that break. Uh-huh. In between a first and a second plate makes you less likely to want that second plate yep. of food. Yeah. Putting that second, that, that break in there can really help. And another thing that I find is, you know, taking a break with even a glass of water. Right. There's this big, it takes 20 minutes for us to feel full, right? Right. So if you kind of take a break and you're trying to take that break, maybe drinking a glass of water can help you with that. Right. And also make sure that you're not dehydrated. Right. A little bit of water can actually, we can confuse thirst with hunger. Absolutely. And so making sure that you stay hydrated during the holidays is very helpful. It's also very helpful for that extra salt we talked about. Right. So making sure we're flushing that sodium out too. Right. Thinking about those other ways to soothe and comfort yourself. We've talked Mm -hmm. a little bit about that already. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of show notes I'm going to put in. There's a couple of books that I recommend to patients Uh who are struggling with comforting themselves outside of food. Um, There's a a wonderful uh, psychologist named Dr. Susan Albers who has a book called 50 Ways to Soothe Yourself Without Mm -hmm. Food. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think she even has an updated like 50 more ways to soothe yourself without (laughs) food. I mean, it's fantastic. (laughs) Some really good tips um, because again, and often we find ourselves turning to food when things are stressful and the holidays are inherently stressful right. just because of the commitments and right. family and things like that. Yeah. So I think sometimes looking at other ways to comfort yourself. Right. And, and just even food. stopping yourself and identifying those triggers that they're happening. Right. That has to be the first step. Absolutely. So figuring out what is triggering you and right. then dealing with it. Right. I also, what about like making sure you know, that you're eating regularly. How many clients come to you and they say, I'm not going to eat breakfast and lunch. I'm so glad you said that. (laughs) that, Yes, that is, yes. When we we don't eat regularly, we are setting ourselves up. Correct. And so when you're eating regularly, you can really enjoy every bite and you're thinking about it and enjoying it instead of... You're being more mindful of, of your and, right. and listening to your hunger cues. I think sometimes we think we're banking calories for yeah. later in the day. Right. Oh, I know I'm going to go out tonight. I'm going to eat a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not going to have lunch. Oh, you really are going to eat a lot. Right. Because right. you're going to be super hungry. I am never a big fan of tips where they say eat before you go to the party because, again, that kind of takes the fun out of it. You know, if you don't go at all hungry into the party, yeah, you might not eat, but you're also going to maybe maybe you'll eat out of obligation instead of hunger. Now, I always tell my clients, if you're getting hungry and you know the party's a couple hours away, maybe have a fruit or a vegetable. It's not going to kill your appetite. You can still enjoy everything at the party. So grab an apple, eat an apple, and just, you know, that way you'll be hungry in an hour or two. And you can still enjoy yourself and you haven't that's 50 calories right right but you're not going to necessarily have a full meal before you go in so you don't yeah. eat i never recommend that either right I, you yeah why why would you do that why would you do, right i know i don't understand sometimes have you ever seen people that are at a party and then they don't eat right and i just think that's so sad right 
I want you to. Right. If you want to go and enjoy it. And my bigger concern is that people will then eat out of obligation because they will feel self conscious about the fact that they're not eating. Go eat some things that they're not really hungry at all for. That's because they too, right, right. they feel I mean, yeah. a little like out of place that they're not eating. Right. Right. And right. That, and yeah. we don't want that either. You're right. I mean, I don't want people to eat just because they're if they're not hungry, that's one thing. But right. Right. you know, I don't know. I think the other thing to think about is you don't have to repent for right. overeating <laughs> during the holiday season. Yeah. I I this is really tough. For mm-hmm. a lot of people because they yeah. feel like they have to then go and work, work it off extra hard at the gym the next day. Right. Or not eat the next day. Yes. I've seen memes that I love. You know, even if you overate yesterday, you still need to eat today. Yeah. Yeah. You um, do. It's a, it's a big problem. Now, if you're legitimately, let's say you eat really late at night and you're legitimately not hungry for breakfast the next morning. Yeah. That's not the end of the world. Right. You know, it's okay. But what you don't want to do is get into the cycle of punishing yourself. Right. For yeah. overeating by saying, I am not eating tomorrow mm-hmm. because yeah. I ate too much today. Yeah. You know, if you, you it's not, it a, it's not a healthy mindset. Yeah. Or I'm going to have to go and work this off extra hard at the gym tomorrow. Right. right. Um, you should still go to the gym if that's some part, part right. of your practice, part of your life to go to the gym. Right. You should do that. Yes. Don't skip. Right. You should go. Right. But don't feel like you have to go and beat yourself up. Right. Figuratively, you know. That um, always bothers me at the gym when they have these, like, marathon gym classes around the holidays. Right. It'll be an hour and a half long. Right. And people feel obliged that, oh, I must need these extra minutes in the gym. Right. And I don't think that that's necessary either. I'm not a big fan of the, the you've seen these two, the memes that'll say how long it takes to burn off, yeah. you know, a candy bar. Right. Ew. Yeah. That's, that's an eating disorder mentality <laughs> that is. I think is unhealthy. Yeah, um, it is. And I'll just be right out there and say that I think it's an eating disorder mentality. It is. Yeah, um, to think that I have to jog this many minutes to burn off this candy bar. That's yeah. a punishment. It's a repentance mm-hmm. for what you've eaten. And I think that is extremely mentally yeah. wearing on people. I it's, don't like to hear it. I know. It's hard. As a dietitian, though, we do that a lot. I right. mean, I, I, you know what I mean? I know in the past, like I said, I've done presentations and things like that that I don't create. And it's right. all that, okay, well, if you did do this, you have to work this much Ew. in the gym, you yeah. know, to work it off. and. You know, it, it's putting things in perspective, but at the same time, if truly mindful eating is just listening to your body's hunger and fullness cues, and right. if you're stopping when you're full, you know, right. don't get yourself to the point where you're feeling uncomfortably full. Right. Go back to the idea that love every bite you have right. and then stop when you're feeling full. Right. And don't put yourself in a position where you're feeling uncomfortable and right. you're feeling like a lump and that you have to work out, you know. Right. Yeah. Checking in with yourself throughout that holiday meal is so important. Mm-hmm. Taking those breaks, taking those pauses, yeah. um, distracting yourself for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Again, you don't force yourself to distract yourself. I mean, I guess yeah. there's a line that you kind of like <laughs> run of, okay, I'm, you know, I really wanted that pie, but I'm not going to have it. I'm going to distract myself and not have it. No, you should enjoy it if that's something that you want to eat. How many times do you, I mean, so this happens to me in my car. You know, sometimes you're like, you, your mind starts thinking about something else. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh, I don't even remember going through that intersection. Absolutely. And, you know, how did I get half a mile, a mile down the road? Yeah. I don't really even remember that period. That scares me sometimes. Right. But that same thing happens to us with our food. Right. And when we eat our food and we tend to just 
all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, my plate's empty. And right. I didn't really, I don't remember eating that. Right. And that's mindfulness. Right. That's what we want. Right. Is slowing down. Slowing down and enjoying. Paying attention. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah. if it's not fabulous, exactly. then maybe it's not worth eating. Yeah. You know, if it's sort of, you know, if it's the rolls that you can buy at the store in mm-hmm. July, yeah. maybe they're not worth eating at Christmas. But if it's my grandmother's rolls that I'm going to make, mm-hmm. you know, maybe mm-hmm. they are worth it. Yeah. 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 So. All right. I think we talked about the hydration. What if you're kind of feeling like a little like you want something, but you're like, you know, you... You, you don't really need anything. Right. There's so many candy canes around these times, these days, uh-huh. like this time of year. Candy canes, I just thought this was interesting, are about 50 calories each. Right. And sucking on a candy cane for a while can really give us a lot of pleasure and, you know what I mean? And Mint is one of those flavors, too, that they mm-hmm. think is effective for helping control appetite. Yeah. So, yeah, having a mint, having a kind of, it's almost like a meal end type of thing. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, candy canes are great. And mm-hmm. again, um, of course, you want to brush your teeth after you do that. Right. Um, don't right. have candy canes all day long, but um, that can be a good way to kind of treat yourself when you're feeling like, I just am a little munchy. Right. But I also chewing gum right. works for me too. I also think though, check in with yourself. If it's been four hours since your right. last meal, you might be hungry. You actually might legitimately be hungry. Exactly. So this is more of a. I just ate an hour ago. Exactly. I feel you know it was a nice mixed meal mm-hmm. like we've talked mm-hmm. about in previous podcasts. Right. Carbs, protein, and fat. Mm-hmm. I'm just feeling a little unsatisfied. Right. That's yeah. when you can utilize some of those sort of mm-hmm. appetite um, kind of changers. I think like like mint yeah. and gum. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, so I, I really like this one, and I have to try it because I am so set my ways. But changing up your routine at your dinner table, maybe sitting in a different chair at your dinner Ooh. table. See, I sit in a different chair all the time. Isn't that funny? Okay. We have no assigned seats yeah. in my house. Yeah, we don't really either, right. but it's just, you know, just switching it up a little bit right. might kind of get you into being a little more mindful for what's going on at the dinner table. Right, just in yeah. a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We want to wish all of you a very happy holiday season and and hope that maybe today you kind of take away some tips to be able to make it a little bit more mindful and I think also not beat yourself up if you have a moment where you do overeat. Yeah, Um, be merry and mindful. Yes, have a little grace with yourself uh, as well. Again, it's not meant to be perfect. It's meant to be a process, particularly if you've been somebody who's dieted for a long time. Um, That can be hard to change those habits. Yeah. And we, so this is the end of our season yes. one. So we're very excited. We have made it through season one. Yes. So um, season two, we'll, we'll be back in yeah. January. Yeah. And uh, we've already got some very exciting topics yes, planned. Yes, I can't wait. I'm very, very excited again. But in, in the meantime, if you'd like to reach out to us and send us an email on a topic idea right. or even another debate or something that you'd like to see between Amy and I, we'd love to have your ideas. You can visit our website at www www.secretliferd.com. We are now on Instagram yeah. at the Secret Life Dietitians, and you can also find us on Twitter at, at T, like the letter T, Dietitians. Uh, again, we look forward to talking to you next time wherever you get your podcast. Happy holidays! Happy holidays! Happy holidays.